Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. Let's start the show. This is a podcast on the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. Episode 153, Movie Cocktail tonight, guys. Hey, I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Jay. And I am your host, Rob. And your host, Cult Movie Mark. Cult Movie Mark! Yes, and tonight we are going to be discussing a cult cult movie, which is why you're so appropriate to be on here. Finally. So this time around, the category was Terror in the Woods, all horror movies, horror movies i stress that again uh that take place in the woods and I wonder why our choices were the blair witch project cabin fever evil dead 2 dead by dawn and the gray the only non-horror yes, movie selection and not in dead last the gray was not dead last <laughs> in the twitter no. poll I have that designation so 200 votes uh, Blair Witch Project, 30%. So close. The Gray, 16%. Cabin Fever, 15%. And the winner. Just beat me, Jay. My nomination, Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn, winning by 9% of the votes. I swallow your soul. I swallow your soul. Swallow your soul. Just had to get that out. Just had, you just got to get it, you know? <laughs> hey, we all got a little Henrietta good inside win, of good us. Win. Yeah. <laughs> Don't we all wish we could we can grow like Henrietta does, you know? Just like, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, so... 
Man, this film uh, is one of my favorite 80s horror films, one of my favorite cult classics, and it is one of my favorite movies to watch the commentary for, which uh, yeah. we did before we started recording. And uh, good commentary. Uh, laser disc, I, I will have to hold it out. out one day, but I didn't see the one with the yeah. commentary. Yeah, so I mean, like, it's this is the same commentary as Mark figured out by listening to it. Uh, it's the same commentary from the late 1980s, early 1990s that was on the laser disc for Evil yeah. Dead 2. <laughs> They've been using but it. I, it's, it's, uh, it still holds up. It still so holds I think up. That's probably why they still use it. Fucking hilarious. Yeah, very funny. Now, famously, for regular listeners of Super Movie Bros, this movie has come up on the show before. It was one of Jay's movie homeworks. Very first movie homeworks. Given and, to me by our Patreon, Kim. Yep. And sh- you, uh, you didn't like it. No, I did not. And I was dreading it. And it was one of those movies that I think I watched it in two days. I, I I really got disgusted with it. I really got bored with it and annoyed, and I turned it off. And I was like, well, "I'll finish it issue. the next day." You gotta just power through it. It's yeah. one of those movies. Can we just rewind? Maybe. You used the word "disgusted" with it. Disgusted. I, the first time, yes. But meanwhile, I felt that this way. is the guy that watches indie films in which a brother Did, watches his sh- shut up. his sister no. get <laughs> fucked on the kitchen floor <laughs> as a dude wipes period blood Did, over her face. Shut the fuck. Dave up. loves stopping that. Stop it. <laughs> To each their own. <laughs> <laughs> to each their own. First, first and of all, that's your own. That's your own. First of all, this is a it's own a very it. distinct one of a kind eighties horror comedy camp thing that I feel like only works more for people that enjoy that kind of world or grew up with it back in the day and still relish it to the to this day. For me, first time viewer, so what you're saying who is doesn't even really like horror all that much. You, what you're with. saying is it's like a fart. Everyone just has likes their own brand. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, you, you could, could say, say that. You could say that. You could say that. Some would say that. <laughs> Some well, yeah. Barely any. But but, but <laughs> I, I will be happy to say that, you know, along with the commentary, which I think was uh was fun to listen to, it was a much more pleasant viewing second uh-huh. time around. I was watching wondering it with other people. I, I was think, well, yeah. I think that's true too. Watching it with other people and and uh being able to point well, you things know out your and head, laugh. You know what to expect as yeah. well. And I think I was also what we talked about before. For the filmmaking process was very complex and diverse yeah, in this movie. Yeah. So you say complex, they would say haphazard and slapstick, which is pretty much this. This it's film a came sink to, of movies. Uh, it is. Well, it's, it's, well, I mean, he's running. <laughs> they're filming those stilly shots with like a motorcycle through the woods, through the house. Mark, resident um, filmmaker, very, how many different forms of uh, of special effects were used in the making of this I film? I honestly lost count as it, I was watching it. Stop motion animation, yeah. uh, reversal. So yeah, they, reversal. they're filming things uh, in reverse. They use you, miniatures. Miniatures, uh, matte paintings, uh, yep. blue screen. Uh, yeah. they're, like everything. Yeah. What about those like rea- that reality shot of like the, the father in the room? Like almost like oh, yeah, it, it yeah. reminded me of like uh, right. that shot reminded me of like a Disney thing. Yeah, yeah. like at like the haunted house in Disney. The or black and like white, yeah. um, like, like super, the, yeah, super. Like the visual of the 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 father mm-hmm. coming out with the hands and stuff like yeah. that. But they threw I, a little I mean, bit of everything into this movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just absolutely everything. I thought that you would actually get more enjoyment from this movie listening to the commentary than. And I did. I yeah. did. Um, I, yeah, I did. And and some of the effects. What I liked was there's a lot of good shots. There's a lot of bad shots. 
A lot of bad shots. There's no but bad shots. There was also a lot <laughs> of good shots and little nah, sequences. Dude. So every, I ha- I had more fun with it. I, I did enjoy it. Every and, every even little mistake in this in this movie is a happy little accident. Yeah. Right. And it's all it's all with love too. I mean, it's, uh, I, I I noticed that myself. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, uh, just, we'll we'll, well get, we will get into it in the well, third part here. As I said to Jay, it's it's the spirit, the spirit of the film. Yeah, you, you can't deny I, it. I mean, they, look, you, it, they clearly had fun making it. And Jay, the first that yeah, the first one was a was practically guerrilla filmmaking they literally just went out to a cabin in the woods and started filming this shit that was that was evil dead that was the first one this one is what those filmmakers do with a budget <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah. and not a very There's large no one. clue yeah. <laughs> they just kind of exactly. let loose yeah all right yeah. the other person who's kind of seen it for the first time this is jay's second go around with it uh but rob this is your first time your Absolutely. first experience yep. with it you just watched it today i was an evil dead virgin okay did you, did you know anything about it beforehand um or? No, I yeah. actually didn't. Um, didn't now, that. now I do imagery. sort of know like the image of Ash oh. simply because of like Ash Groovy. and the Evil Dead, and I know stars, yeah, chainsaw for a hand, yeah, the chainsaw yeah. for a hand, that sort of thing. So yeah. I iconic, kind of, yeah, yeah, I knew that sort of thing, but no, I I had no idea what to expect from the film. That's for sure. I mean. I just did you. Were it you was, familiar with Raimi, Sam Raimi? Oh no, no, no. no this is um, this is my first experience of okay. not even like that. the Spider-Man series, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Two. Well, I'm sure you've seen. I mean, yeah, I've seen them. Right. Like, Sam Raimi. I, I don't. I don't relate him to work. I'll put it that way. I, okay. I haven't related his okay. work that way. Because if you watch those Spider-Man movies, like, are, and you watch Evil yeah. Dead back to back, I mean, I'm going to go back to those it's Spider-Man all there. movies yeah. because I've, I've started Especially the third one since you. I've started getting into Spider-Man comics more so yeah. i'm gonna go back to those movies again because i'm just and my son's a spider-man freak right now too spider-man so too still holds up back. yeah i think you'll see a lot of correlation yeah so i'm gonna go back and watch you'll, those, you'll definitely see those those uh i enjoyed it though those I'm, quick I'm, camera move it's pull up to the face yeah that I was like, huh? Yeah. And I was like, huh? And then I was like, huh? <laughs> well, but, uh, you know, yeah. it was it was, it was was certainly interesting, and it, it didn't leave you bored at any yeah. stage, the whole That's movie. That's for sure, yeah. That was, the, that was no, some no. movies, there's like parts in between where they're doing exposition yeah. or they're doing something else, and you're like, yeah, none of that. just get on with it. <laughs> I, mean, well, I mean, in, they, in the they commentary- do any exposition in this movie. Yeah. No, any. No. In the commentary, you're lucky, like- You're lucky yeah. you even know characters' names in this yeah. movie. Right. Bruce Campbell was talking about how he loved the quiet moments, because he felt like it was them pulling a gag on the audience, mm. where they're like, you know something's going to happen soon. Yeah. So we're going to give you this quiet moment. Yeah. You're going well, to catch your breath. To gather yourself. Yeah. To gather yourself. And then we're going to hit you with yeah. something completely outlandish. To either laugh or be scared. Yeah, it might be. It's both. It's both at the same time. Rob, you didn't have to see the first one to get what was going on in well, this that's, one. Well, that's true. I mean, so once I thing, watched yeah. this, I was like, okay, well, I, I mean, I didn't need to know the first one, like you said. Not at I all. mean, I, I do want to go back and I think I'm going to watch it. And then number three, obviously, I want to know what happens yeah. now. So I'm going to well, go back and watch number end, three. Yeah. yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm definitely going to go that. And I, and, and I tell you the truth, I'll, I'll go up and I'll, I'll watch the series. And I'll, say, I'll go into now. I'll do all that because all three seasons are now. streaming on Netflix, so you can okay. check out all three seasons of Ash versus the Evil Dead. Um, where it will Army of Darkness is not brought up in that series because Stars and Army of Darkness is the third is one? the third one because okay. Stars had the rights to that to, to to Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two, but there's some sort of legal legal limbo that. Uh, Army of Darkness, really, they, they, they weren't able to, so the to Marvel, get the rights for Marvel, it. Marvel, so. Sony sort of thing, right? Sort of. Yeah, yeah kind of yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, I, so you, for for the most part, enjoyed this movie. Yeah, I did. I did. I mean, it as I mean, you said the, the, the capstone there. It was very 80s. It was, but to tell you the truth, one thing that I, I was expecting more of being an 80s movie, and I'm going to say it right here, I was expecting more titties. 
for the eighties <laughs> movies of the time, yeah. where almost every movie yeah. had well like, titties everywhere. They like, were more like, focused on the they were close they were, they were, in the beginning. But, <laughs> no, they were, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, nah. when I when I think of an eighties movie when I was growing up, I think of like things like uh, those camp movies where they yeah. were like they go to camp and you know the girls always end up <clears throat> flashing their titties, and then you got like. Revenge of the yeah. Nerds and well, stuff like that. I think they had a different mission going, you know, yeah. making uh, this no, movie. Exactly, I think it was more yeah. like, I mean, it felt like there was going to be, be yeah. it felt like there was going to be parts in there that you're like, okay, here it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. It's but almost, then it didn't. well, Dave said it too. It's almost like a Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah, exactly. Or a Three Stooges short. Like it, yep. it was that kind of a uh, spirit. To yeah, it. yeah. So, but also when the, they were told they had to make a rated R movie, they, they they received funding to make a rated R movie. So if they were going to make, uh, if they were going to put boobs in it, they had to lose one of the their gore scenes and stuff okay. and they already had to cut out tons and yeah, tons MPAA, i think originally dubbed Th- it this x. is rated x rated x yeah. this yeah. is rated x uh and Which they had not, to cut a yeah, ton of stuff of. out to to get it to to get it to an r rating so um getting a nip slip here or there you know i i don't think that's where their heads were oh, yeah, especially with the, it didn't take it. away yeah. that's yeah. not what i'm saying it didn't take away from the movie at all but that's Rob was like, that's, where's the titties? <laughs> that's kind of the feel that I was getting from Just the movie a little bit. Like, motorboat, a motorboat. <laughs> I, I was getting that kind of a feel out of it. Yeah, I mean... What was it? I, I just started watching Rim of the World. Have you seen that, by the way, no. on Netflix? No. It's it's really new. Uh, my wife watched it, though. It's really new. I, I started watching it, but I thought it was like a kid's movie. So I started watching it with my kids. And there is one scene where there's a young kid, and he's talking about, he's like, oh, I thought, you know, we're going out on a canoe. I thought we were going out on motorboats. And then he, he does that. My wife <laughs> like, looks at me, and she goes, this is not appropriate <laughs> for children. So we had to turn it off. So I haven't seen the end of it yet. Son but, of a bitch. But, like, it just- that's the kind of thing that I was looking at this movie that like it was gratuitous in certain parts, but I was like I was expecting something. How were and then they? Were they big? Did you motorboat them? Did you motorboat them? You boat motorboating son of a bitch! Were, tell me, were they built for speed or were they built for comfort? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love Vince Vaughn. <laughs> All right, so um, before we get to me and Mark, do you have a favorite scene, Rob, from from Evil Dead Two? Um, I I like the ending with the big sort of. Evil omen, was, yeah, was cool. monster coming through the the doorway, the giant tree, um, the giant tree. Yeah, I mean, it's just the uh, whole thing is just the insane. whole thing. Just like <laughs> I'm like, I can't like single out one yeah. sort of thing just because they each one flows into something else, and you're like, yeah. okay, that happened. Now this, and then that, and then mm. oh, back to this, and yeah, you know. So no, I. Just all of it. I, yeah, after, I, I really did. Yeah. After you get the, I'm gonna uh, watch it again. After you get the pre the, the prologue where they kind of catch you up on what happened in in Evil Dead One, it's just kind of like a canoe going over the waterfall. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it gets to the bottom and you're 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 drenched. And well, it, it, it was, <laughs> but very, it's over. I'm gonna say it was yeah. very Game of Thrones at the beginning, where the way I think about it is like one of my favorite parts of the first season of Game of Thrones, and I, I work for a entertainment company where we sell hbo and one of the things is that when the first season of game of thrones came out they put like big big posters all through our building and it was sean bean in game of thrones like these huge big posters all over the building right here's this guy he's you know everybody knows who he is he's in this new show you know stuff like that and they're like oh he's you know you're gonna love it you're gonna love it and then within what three episodes nine within nine episodes yeah really quick he's dead he's gone yeah you know and, like, all these posters are useless because he's gone. He's not in the series for the rest of the series. Well, but one does not simply walk through a Mordor, Rob. I, I know. <laughs> but, but, that's, but that's the way I felt, like, at the, one of the, f- 
like at the beginning of the movie, and I'm going a long way about saying this, but at the beginning of the movie, like he kills the he kills Linda, like really quickly into it, right? Like, and if you had saw back. the first one, <laughs> yeah, and I didn't, so you but would have you that's he- that's what got me got me about it is that it was like it was quick when it happened. It, it and wasn't- that he was also possessed himself, yeah, by the, by that yeah. The so it was the like demon. the way it was going. It was like okay, I, I was I kind of read the bio saying that he had to kill his girlfriend. I was kind of expecting that to sort of last over the film of of maybe him having to chase her or him or ch- her chasing him or some but like within like quickly at the beginning of the movie he's like lopped her head off with a with a spade no no his next villain is his hand yeah. <laughs> yeah. exactly that's yeah. the biggest villain of the hand was the hand yeah yeah, yeah uh, well, one of the things they said in the commentary was that you know you never know what's going to happen in the movie and that's yeah. i think that goes to what you're that saying. was the that's idea true. Yeah. that is true so mark uh your thoughts on the film uh you probably have a lot this is probably like me this is probably what your <laughs> 20 or 25th time seeing yeah. it. yeah no i'll hold myself back but uh i will talk about the first time i saw it because uh, it was pretty much my friend saying, you got to see this. Like, you know, it, I didn't know anything about it, really. Um, and when I so we watched it together and we just laughed our asses off the whole time. And it's just one of those movies where each scene you're just going to you just keep saying, what? What is happening? <laughs> and then it just keeps it keeps building and building. And, and you know, it, like like you said, Rob, like you think it's going to go one way, but it goes another. So it zigs and zags. Um, and that's what I remember is just kind of laughing my ass off with my friend watching this movie and uh, going to what Jay was saying. You know, I think it's a type of movie where it's better to watch it with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's very much a cult film because, you know, after you've seen it that first time, you you start to, you know, the more you watch it, the more you can point out different things and really just enjoy it. So it's it's that kind of movie for sure. Yeah. I'm sure, and like like if they're holding midnight screenings of this oh, yeah. film that's, around. That's exactly what I'm going to get to, and like, I think that would be yeah. a fun showing right. to go to. Obviously, this, um, this, that's where it would play yeah. well at when this shows. Like they do do midnight screenings for it and stuff like that. I've been to one. It was out in Lancaster. Um, it was a really really cool experience. Group of people going to see it, and people people quoting it, people mm-hmm. laughing at it. People yeah. showing up in costume. It very much gets like a n- not to the same degree, but it very much gets like a Rocky Horror Picture type, like yeah. Oh, yeah. like showing when when it when they do that. Mm. Uh, but my first time seeing it, I remember I was at my sister Kim's house. She grew up right next door to me, and she had Your a sister um, grew up next to you. D- don't, don't we're not going to get into that. Long okay, story. Oh. it's long a long story. story. <laughs> all right, we've grown up together. She's my sister. Don't just don't 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 question it. God damn okay. it. Anyway, um, and we, she, you know, she was a big horror movie buff, and I was getting into movies and getting into horror movies. So she was showing me like a lot of these, and I remember she had like this TV that was on like one of those swivel arms that was in like her patio and stuff like that with like the uh, DVD player like attached to the bottom and whatnot. And uh, we just, we just ended up watching this one night and. I was just enamored by it. I remember loving just just the, the balls that this that this horror movie had for the comedy and, and the energy for, and yeah and just yeah. I, I remember like after I saw Bruce Campbell smashing plates and stuff over his head, I would then like reenact that scene and like <laughs> grab the back of my head and do like yeah. the flip and stuff onto my back and I used to I used to crack my sister up doing that mm-hmm. and I absolutely fell in love with this movie and then I actually saw this before I saw one and then after I saw mm-hmm. one I went and watched the third one mm-hmm. which is if you think this one's ridiculous <laughs> i mean yeah the third one takes you on it like it, it almost borderline where it gets too ridiculous yeah, the third one it goes more to uh fantasy realm i would say absolutely know? absolutely yeah. but uh this th- this film is one of those ones that just like i i love it to this day and i just get like this this need like every now and then where i'm like yeah. you know what I'm due to spin that one again. 
I'm due. I'm due for a rewatch, right. and I, I think, I think every time I watch it, it's not like one of those films. It's where a I, comfort food for you, right? <laughs> where, where I don't find something new, but like I, I find, I find something else that I appreciate. Uh, but like to this day, my favorite scene is still after he cuts his hand off. He's he's in he's in the room, and he just starts losing it. And the deer head is laughing oh, at him. Oh yeah, the deer head. And, that was that was actually freaky. And, and the lamp yeah. is is yeah, laughing lamp. at him. Everything else is laughing at him, yeah. and he's laughing. And then They're of course, just he, the Pixar lamp. In a split second, <laughs> yeah, in a split second, he goes from just maniacal laughing, cracking up to oh god, mm-hmm. and he just starts screaming and crying. And it's like, yeah, yeah I think that's how anyone might react in this situation. <laughs> Maybe not to the uh, cartoonic, to, to the cartoonish <laughs> effect that that Ash does in it, but it, that. That's that's I, part of its charm. I think that's part of the reason you can watch it so many times is because it's so it's not plot heavy at all. So it's no. more there's hardly any dialogue. It's really. gag it's, heavy. It's, but it's, I, it's slapstick. I, really. I, and I also yeah. do think it, it it is all because of Bruce. Oh, Bruce's performance. His face, yeah. his acting. Oh, yeah. I think is yeah. what brings people. Oh my back god, on this so movie that's what brings because, it into another strategy because the acting is over the top and he has those features that and he beats the hell <laughs> that out of accentuates yeah. everything. Well, uh, Sam Sam Raimi beats well the hell out of himself. We'll get into a lot of that stuff. In, oh, in our, lots of great in our third part there yeah. uh but rob you made a cocktail to go along with uh evil dead and my god whoa this was uh probably I, one of the biggest builds i've ever done i'm getting i'm getting gonorrhea just drinking <laughs> i feel like i'm gonna <laughs> piss <acting> up. <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna piss burning after this but why don't you go through the ingredients what you got in this bitch? well i decided to call this one the the hello lover Okay. After Linda. Right. You know, she says that after she's dead. Yes. Um, Spicy. So it's a take on a Bloody Mary. Uh, obviously, it seemed like the most appropriate thing to do with this movie. Absolutely. Um, sure. So it is one ounce of vodka. You can use any type of vodka. Okay. Um, it is one ounce of whiskey. I don't suggest that you use like whipped cream vodka or anything like no, that. No, no, Nothing no. Too sweet. Like a... Like, yeah, don't use a, uh, a type of vodka that has a flavoring in it. Yeah, no. a, like a normal vodka. There is yeah. whiskey in this? Wow. There okay. is whiskey in this, yes. All right. All right. Um, I'm on board with so that. So you're going to get past the burning to taste you're it. You're going to top it off with what I call the bloody Linda juice. Okay. <laughs> so here's the, the ingredients list for the bloody Linda juice. Of course, it's tomato juice. Uh, there's a dash of garlic powder, black pepper, uh, sriracha sauce. Okay. Touch of lime juice in there. Yeah. All right. Steak sauce. And then ah, and, and nice then just piece. just and then shake that up and like really mix that really well. I, and before you even put it into the and then also Guatemala and Sano peppers too, right? <laughs> and then what I did Wait, what? was I dressed it up top with a dill pickle, okay, with a meat stick cross, my favorite part. But I actually topped off everybody's drink with a little bit of the pickle juice as ah. well at the very end, just little- to sort of top it off at the end there. So uh, it's called the Hello Lover. All right, so I'm gonna say like I a really enjoy it. I I'm not a big Bloody Mary fan, but I do like this. It's a little spicy for my taste. However, that's my fault because when you made it up, my wife like I was gonna use hot sauce. Yeah, you were gonna use Frank's Red Hot something mm-hmm. or something of the elk Tabasco. Tabasco. And my wife's like, do, yeah. yeah, but that's th- that's what's in a regular Bloody Mary. So tell them to use sriracha instead. <laughs> sriracha kicked it up just yeah. a little bit. Oh yeah. This is the first cocktail I've ever drank where I am getting the meat sweats. Yeah. Like that's. <laughs> 
it's 100% and we're in a small true. room <laughs> and we're in a very small room very hot a room. hot room yeah but uh no i actually really 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 love this i think it marries all the flavors together my problem with uh, mimosas is a lot of time they a lot of them they put that cocktail sauce in it that just sits at the bottom so when you drink it you're just like you get to the bottom and you're drinking pretty much straight cocktail well i had sauce. to i had you have to when you mix your your bloody linda juice you have to really shake it and mix it really well to get that pepper and the sriracha and yeah. the steak sauce because otherwise that steak sauce will it, it's heavier it will it will sink to the bottom if you just leave it so i had to like shake that up and then i put that in a separate container when i brought it over before making it and i made sure i shook that up again mm. so you you want to make sure that you really just like give that yeah. a good shake because otherwise you, you know it just doesn't blend as well as it should and i i'm going to stress to everybody um sriracha to your taste yes. like don't like if you're Probably not a, just a touch too much sriracha yeah yeah if you're not a big spicy fan or you're not a big fan of sriracha either skip that and go with something a little bit more tamer like like your red hot uh, yeah. like your frank's red hot or something like that or just just try like a little dab of of yeah. it in there just to give it the flavor um but yeah, my, my God, for yeah. for me, like my lips are on fire right it's, now. It's but. it's different from all the other ones that we've done. That's hundred percent. Sure. Oh I mean, no, no, this is, and that's I, what I wanted to to make it a little bit different mm-hmm. because we've done great. like cocktails, we've done shots. This is like something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, we needed this, and I think it's a good cocktail. And I I do like a spicy Bloody Mary, um, and and I think it was a really cool garnishing, you know, with the pickle and. And the Slim Jim. It was yeah, a I was fun. I was going to get on you about like, there's green blood in this movie. Why is there no green in it? <laughs> and then I saw the pickle and I was like, ah, yeah. some so bitch. I did the pickle. Did just, uh, you'll see all the pictures when they go up online, of course. But the, the pickle I did uh, sort of with a meat stick cross similar to what Ash gives Linda once he ends up burying her in the middle of the forest. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I Dude, I, I think it's fantastic. I, I like it a lot. I would probably go a little bit less on the sriracha because mm. um, I'm not a huge like spicy fan, but- as far as going down goes, I mean, it, it's going down just fine. It's not causing me too much indigestion. However, Maybe Mark like, over here, whoo, I feel like he might lose a toe by tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I do really enjoy this, man. All right. Like, uh, well, I'll definitely be putting the pictures up on Twitter. We'll we'll put the ingredients up. We'll we'll get it out there. You guys will be able to check it out. You'll be able to make it on your own. You'll be able to do some iterations yourself. Make it something that you would like. I also made you guys the uh, coffee cocktail that we did for live stream for the cure. Mm-hmm. I know Jay's gotten to have it, but a lot of other people haven't. Uh, you know, a lot of you guys haven't gotten to have it. So um, it it was. You, you'll be able to see it on Twitter. I'm not going to go through all the ingredients here. I went through them on the last episode, but. Um, it's for 89 Batman, which is celebrating its 30th anniversary this year. And it's called the, um, cut. You want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts coffee. So, uh, what did you think of that one, Rob? I love that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was, that yeah. was, that was refreshing. Yeah. Like just to like this one, we're si- we're all still sipping the same drink and <laughs> it's, it's going down slow because yeah. of the spice and, yeah. and, and the heaviness of it. That was a light, quick drink that I knocked back pretty quickly. So yeah. I loved it. It also pops you full of energy because it yeah. has Death Wish coffee in it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Mark, what did you think of the Let's Get Nuts coffee? Yeah, that was more my kind of drink. I'm yeah. not a big Bloody Mary guy. This is a good one, Rob, though, honestly. Uh, it's got a kick to it. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, that was my kind of drink. That's uh, the nuttiness of it and the, just the smoothness. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and it's a good. hint of sweet. Just with a, that, just uh, a, yeah. What was that sweet. again? What kind of vodka? That's it's, the whipped cream. It's vodka. whipped cream yes. vodka. But like I said uh, in the last episode, some people have told me that they used vanilla vodka and it worked. I pretty could see well. that working. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. Nick from Epic Foam Guys, when we recorded for the uh, for 
live stream for the cure. He didn't have whipped cream vodka, but he had chocolate vodka on hand, and he used that. And he said that <laughs> that worked out you see that, pretty yeah. well as well. So that, that would go well with the clue, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, you know, make make that at home too, but definitely try try the hello lover with your bloody linda juice and uh let us know how your butthole feels afterwards <laughs> all right so let's get talking about the movie let's go through the movie go through some of the scenes and let's just have a ball discussing this fucking classic So the plot of Evil Dead 2, Ash, fresh off the killing spree uh, of killing his best friends, his sister, and his girlfriend, must now survive alone with some new survivors in the cabin uh, while just all manner of ridiculousness is going on around him. Because when evil spirits rise, they certainly would have a sense of humor. Uh, now, the beginning of this film, if you've never seen Evil Dead, but you want to watch Evil Dead 2, perfectly watchable. You can watch mm. Evil Dead 2 and never see Evil Dead 1. Yeah. This is I, essentially a remake, right? Yeah. It is essentially a remake. Now, they like they, it, it, it cuts out a lot of the other characters that were in it and just focuses on Ash and Linda, makes it seem like it was just them that went up to the cabin. However, obviously, you know, there was a, a much larger cast in the original mm. film, but this is just kind of like uh, Evil Dead abridged for the first five yeah. minutes. Yeah. And then uh, it, it ends like like where their prologue ends. That's where this movie picks up because the other film ended with the with the you know uh, unknown creature chasing him through the house and then hits him and it just goes to black. That's how Evil Dead One ends. This picks up right at that very moment where Ash gets punched in the chest, flies through the forest, lands in a giant mud puddle after he smacks his face across the tree, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he actually becomes a deadite himself until the sun rises. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that first so clear something up a lot of those first scenes are from the first actual movie no or they were remade reshot this okay because like that first shot i don't know if anybody else noticed it when they're in the car going through the tunnel it's weird it doesn't make sense the shining that's the first thing i got okay first scene from the shining if you go back and watch the shining the original movie actually has a lot of shots of them driving to the cabin he's driving to the cabin going through that tunnel the two of them in the car that reminded me 100 percent of the first couple scenes very possible that he was influenced by yeah, that movie. i mean that, that, well I mean, dave it, i do love that miniature shot of when they're going over the bridge that's yes completely unnecessary shot but it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's it great. means absolutely well it, it does mean something because later on he's going to drive to that bridge right. to escape and right. that bridge okay. will be destroyed so yeah. they have to show us that, that bridge true, yes. however to get that to get that shot they were saying like if they actually like drove a car over the bridge and they stood at the bottom of the gorge sam raimi would be shooting almost like it would look so tiny and the detail they didn't have the cameras and it also to, be able to pick the, up that detail yeah it also helps the viewer to understand that like you're going to be seeing more of this stuff right. later on and yeah. stylistically sets, I, yes. I loved it, it sets right. vibe, i love yeah. the use of miniatures when they can in this and yep. they they blend it pretty seamlessly yeah. oh yeah yeah they do a good job it's not it's not like something that you're like it's oh, so fake, right? You 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 actually no, the, watch it. And you're like, yeah. oh, okay, that makes the sense. prosthetic work, especially yeah. is just like, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the the prosthetic work was done by, I guess you can say now he is he is uh, special effects master Greg Nicotero. Uh, yeah. He's he's went on to some fame, right? 
Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he he worked on uh, he worked with George A. Romero uh, in Day of the Dead, right. and he he now worked he worked with Sam Raimi on this. Uh, he had a slew of films all throughout the eighties and nineties, and now he's landed in a role of of somewhat prominence on uh, as both executive producer and director and also special effects uh i guess you could say producer curator whatever Mm -hmm. for the walking dead which you can say all you want about how that show went downhill because it 100 percent did that show (laughs) plot wise absolutely sucks a fat nut these days but the special, really the special effects, the special effects, He's not work, alone. <laughs> the special effects work in that is yeah. fucking top right. notch. It is so good. It's one of the reasons me and my wife still watch it is to see. I think a lot of people effects. still watch it because of that as well. It's just so well done. Yeah, you know, and every year they try to do something new. They try to take zombies in like a new direction. That and they always want to do something that's like. You know, you've seen zombies before in movies, but like, have you ever seen a swamp zombie before? Mm. It's like, what's a swamp zombie? Well, picture a zombie that's been stuck in a mog mire <laughs> in a swamp for the past three years. Yeah. What would that look like? Well, and, and you can't fathom it. And then they show it to you and you go, oh, God, that's fucking horrible. <laughs> like, that is, that is fright. I didn't think, I, my brain didn't conceive of that, but this son of a bitch's mind did. And it's well, lovely. In Evil Dead 2, you could really see him using his imagination with these. Oh yeah, creations that he came up with. I mean, some of them are just like oh Henry, like, like oh, how? What? yeah, it's, it's uh, pretty amazing. They they had a, a a great design team, but one of the things that we were listening to the commentary, the person who did all the stop motion animation was the guy who created Davy and Goliath. <laughs> oh, uh, Dave. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. The, the, the dog and the kid. the yeah. Christian stop motion <laughs> right, animation, right. claymation cartoon. Yeah. He did he yeah. did all the blood and gore stop motion animation for this. <laughs> he must have had a ball with that. <laughs> oh my god! And he's just like, no, we're gonna loose. need a little bit more blood on Linda's uh, yeah. on Linda's bloody neck stump where he chopped off her head. <laughs> Uh, the amount of blood in general in this movie is pretty impressive. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and that's something I wanted to bring up. Yeah, is the amount of blood in this movie, yet how clean Ash's face always <laughs> well, seems to be. There's plenty of continuity for errors, the most which, part, yeah. I mean, which they do allude to, like yeah, in the commentary. It, there's like blood, like gushing everywhere. Yeah. And then the next scene well, you're looking at, so and he's got most blood on part his of face, was, and that's about it. Yeah. Most of the time, for those type of shots, they had one take with it. So a lot of times they were saving all this one take stuff for the end of the shoot. So they had to approximate what. Ash would look like after yeah. a red well, and black bloodbath. Yeah, they would shoot out of order like most movies do. Like, like, yeah, so yeah. they wouldn't know how bloody he would be. They oh, shot yeah, no. I mean, but they I shot mean, exterior night scenes like, first, and then they shot interior scenes, and then a lot of things they had to go uh, to various locations for pickup shots. Most mm. of it was done in a they said in a high school gymnasium. <laughs> yeah, a lot uh, of it was on set, which was, is interesting. Yeah, a, yeah. a lot. A lot of the exterior shots were even done on set, like and then they everything, yeah. and then they went back to Michigan and and shot a lot of it there on, in a warehouse which is what they call their soundstage um which is funny cuz that that goes back to like the original evil dead where they were missing some some major shots for that film for evil dead and they went to Sam Raimi went to go edit and he's like we're missing so much like we didn't shoot this we didn't yeah. shoot that what are we going to do Bruce Campbell he had a brilliant idea. I'm going to mortgage my parents' house <laughs> without telling them. <laughs> without telling them. <laughs> and then I'm going to give that money to my filmmaker buddy, and he's going to do it. But that is how Bruce Campbell has become executive producer of these films 
there on forward. Makes sense. Because <laughs> he mortgaged he his parents' house. Yeah. And he, 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 he got it done. And they did a lot of those pickup shots in his parents' basement. <laughs> wow. That's great. <laughs> so, like, like I said, the first one is guerrilla filmmaking. This is what they do with a budget. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're very. They seem like a very close knit crew. Like they all knew each other. Oh, they like, they all grew up together. Well, they were in all starting out too yeah. at that time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So there's something to that as well with the where I talked about like the spirit of the film. Oh, sure. That, yeah, yeah. I mean, be like the four of us making a movie. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. going batshit crazy. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Jay would be our star, and I would just there lavish <laughs> in in torturing him in the way Sam Raimi did to Bruce Campbell. I would just lavish in that. Uh, so, so just to get back to the plot, um, Ash then uh, Linda becomes possessed, and Ash must kill her. Chops her head off with a with a shovel, and he, he uh, buries her. And quickly, yeah, quickly. I mean, yeah, but somebody just everything. killed yeah. his girlfriend. He yeah, buries her pretty quickly. Yeah, and he fashions that grieve. cross in record yeah. time. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he's like ball of twine, little bit <laughs> of stick here, stick there. She's gone. He's a very talented man. Moving on. Uh, he returns to the cabin and he starts like it's it's tough to tell when he's hallucinating and when he's not. But he he basically hallucinates that Linda rises from her grave. Mm. She 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 does a little Harlem Globetrotters with her head across like. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a little bizarre. Yeah, it's a and, stop animation. And, yeah, it was yeah. absolutely. And then you know Linda. And she rotted pretty quickly too, didn't oh, she? Oh yeah, yeah. Like she was in the ground for like. I always wondered, like, was minutes. that meant to like show like a passage of time? Was that meant to be like Ash has actually been here for a very long time, yeah. but we never realized it. No, because you no, get yeah, um, you a the, couple of different looks of her well, afterwards. I took it as, like, yeah. Not only that, but you also got the like the she's the demon look, but then she quickly then shows the, herself as her old form, trying to like. Dude, yeah. it's it's supernatural. You know? It's demons. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, yeah. they can do it's whatever they they can do whatever they want. That's why they chose this type of creature, right? So that they can do whatever they want. Her face is pretty scary. Yeah. So he her head somehow lands on his lap and she bites him on the hand mm. which will come back later and yeah. he then takes her out to the shed traps her head in, in a, a vice um put and some books on top like he's gonna do something as he's doing that yeah. her body comes running uh, yeah. through the mm. through the shed as he looks for the chainsaw because he's got a chainsaw her head the chainsaw is gone and linda comes in yeah I'm, I'm, i was guessing that torso. had something to do with the first one then because like he looks in that spot to look for a chainsaw and negative like, sir the and there's an outline there's no, there's no chainsaw in the first one negative sir okay so how did he know that there was a chainsaw uh, there know. yeah i mean because it's a shed, and every good yeah, man yeah. in the woods should have a chainsaw in his yeah, shed. Creepy yeah. shed, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Good man would. And uh, th- this is where Ash is treated to his first bloodbath of the film. Oh yeah. Uh, when Lin- when he pushes Linda, and the chainsaw goes back down on top of her uh, yeah. her severed her neck, yeah. and sprays black blood all over oh. his face. And then uh, there now she the the head that that was sitting in the vice was also meant to spray black bile at him. But unfortunately, that became too gratuitous at that point. So they <laughs> that had was too to, gratuitous. That, that was too gratuitous. Uh, so they had to cut that, which is why you see Linda with black bile oozing out of her, and oh, Ash okay. is covered in 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 more black bile than he was before because they actually had a whole different scene that was in there. Yeah. Uh, he then takes a chainsaw, and I guess he just eviscerates Linda's head because they don't show you. Yeah. Because they have taste, they have class, <laughs> so they don't. That show they you. won't show you. <laughs> that they won't show you. Uh, just faintly. 
through the shadows. Yeah. Right. Ash returns to the cabin, kind of starts losing it a little bit. And this is like the beginning of my favorite sequence in the film. Uh, he eventually passes out uh, when he's washing his hand and he's washing his face off in the sink. And he passes out there and the hand comes to his hand comes to life. Yep. Has a mind of its own idle hand and it starts, starts dragging him smashing around. plates over his yeah. head. And that's just, you know, that's just Bruce Campbell just doing everything. Yeah. Just doing, yeah. Which is uh, pretty impressive. Well, there was a, a stunt man that was hired for right. Bruce Campbell and what, Sam Raimi. Yeah, only <laughs> used him for two shots. <laughs> uh, he's yeah. the one that fell down the stairs when he goes into <laughs> right. the crawl space. Yeah. Okay. And I think he does one other shot where he gets pushed into a wall or something yeah. like that. And that's it. Bruce yeah. Campbell's doing everything else himself. And, you know, he beats the shit out of himself. He knocks himself out and the hand comes to life, mm-hmm. starts dragging him Drag across him. the floor. And I love it that they, they give the hand, even it has no <laughs> eyes, the hand gets a point of view shot. Yeah. <laughs> That's for a while too yeah. <laughs> uh, Bruce Campbell then comes back to, to consciousness stabs his own hand yep. and with the chainsaw just in reach like a true badass just yep. pulls the ripcord yeah. with his teeth like, what, 127 hours 127 oh, yeah, hours yeah. like yeah. he just cuts that shit he just, off he, he, he does it in 127 <laughs> milliseconds yeah. uh, and I just love his maniacal laugh right there where, he's, where he cuts off his own hand and then of course uh like they, they like to joke that Sam Raimi did this entire scene for the gag where he reaches onto the bookshelf and pulls a farewell, farewell to, to arms. arms. <laughs> I, I, I've written that down in my notes. That was the one thing that I, I noticed and took away from that. Yep. Like he puts it on top of the yep. bucket, mm-hmm. on top of the hand, yep. and it's farewell to arms. Yeah, I was again, like, very, uh, that's not that's yeah, that's very not Looney an accident. There. Like like yeah. like we said, this this film doesn't have a plot so much as it is set up for a gag. Yeah. Everything is a gag. It is a, well, it's the, a human talking about Looney Tunes, like yeah. you're seeing the hand crawl through like the 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 mouse hole very tom and jerry like tom and yeah. jerry right he's, yeah. he's blasting yeah. it with a shotgun like he's Yo- like he's yosemite sam yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real life cartoon jay yeah. how do you say his name yosemite no yosemite <laughs> jay on one of our episodes uh jay was talking about uh free solo and uh he he, he said that uh he was going to climb el capitan in yosemite national park <laughs> Which I'm sure you never. I still defend myself. (laughs) Phonetically, you were correct, sir. (laughs) Phonetically, you were correct. (laughs) I've always had that problem. Or with the English language? (laughs) Yeah, Dave would know. (laughs) Hey, at least he says HBO, not HBO. Yeah, I know people hate that at work too. Uh, so, so anyway, he's he's blasting holes in the wall, trying to shoot his own, trying to shoot his own hand. And one of the great gags is there's there's like rat traps that are inside the walls, yep. and you actually see a rat in there. And the hand steps on a rat trap, and then he starts like <laughs> he gets like so happy that <laughs> his own part. hand got he's in hurt. A rat trap. <laughs> he's already gone insane. By oh yeah, yeah, he's full on insane. <laughs> he's at this already point. lost it. <laughs> uh, and he he blasts the holes in the wall, and then just the the blood, the, the mm. geyser of blood that comes through the wall it starts oh, yeah. as this bright candy red blood and it yeah. quickly switches like dribble, to, dribbles down to begin with right to, to black yeah. it gets to black and, and it just gets covered and i think it's soon after this that we get the scene where the the deer head comes to life ah yes and everything in in, in there comes to life mm-hmm. and sam Raimi was talking about how like that scene came together but because when him when, when he was writing it with with the team of writers uh one of them just as a gag grabbed uh, that that lamp that laughs at him 
and just started like putting a voice to it and going. <laughs> and, and then it was in the movie. <laughs> and then I'm just writing this scene where everybody comes to life. And it's laughs but that's the kind of they yeah. just like threw everything in there. You know, it was a kitchen sink. And and then, of course, this is this is when we meet uh, the professor's daughter and and her. I guess his research assistant mm. and they, they, they come across a road crew who were there to take care of the bridge that was taken out. And yeah, this part's all weird. Like, it, it is. It is. They, they show up to like the cabin. The girlfriends that, no, the girlfriend shows up after they meet the boyfriend. No, the, she was just, she was just loitering off in the corner right, yeah. somewhere. Just, you know, smoking a cigarette. Oh no, she doesn't smoke a cigarette. She walks up and she spits a fat wad of tobacco yeah, that's out. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. She's so, dipping. so they show up to the cabin and of course there's this man who I'm sure as they were walking through the woods they could hear him maniacally laughing. <laughs> they wait, wait, but I mean they they're saying when they well first off again you were talking about plot points but like they come to this bridge that he'd already tried to cross back across right but found out it was like all peeled back right so they come to this bridge that's all peeled back and they're on the other side on of the, it. they're on the other side yeah so how do they get over there you never hear anything about how they get over to the other side and then why all four of them have to come over to the other side well as me and mark said they they they, they shot with a lot of miniatures, so they just stepped over yeah, <laughs> yeah <it> was, <laughs> took one big step <laughs> They're huffing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, they, they get there and they encounter Ash. And of course, this crazy man, they put him in the basement right. and uh, they lock him up with the professor who we don't actually see in this movie, but we hear his voice a lot. They lock him up in the basement with Henrietta, the professor's wife, who is actually, you don't learn this until you, th- until I believe you see Ash versus the Evil Dead. And you do get a quick blurb of it here in the professor's uh, recordings that his wife became possessed and he locked her in the basement. Uh. And well, he does mention that he he buried her. He buried in the no, no, yeah, he locked her in a basement. No, he couldn't. He didn't have the heart to kill her, so he just locked. But he her talks in the basement. about this movie how he buried her in the basement, though. Oh, does in that he? recording? In the- he talks about how he buried yeah, her in the in, basement. In Ash vs. Evil yeah. Dead, she's chained in the, the TV series. No, she's no, chained he, up in the basement. He does say in the recording that she was possessed, so he couldn't. He couldn't. He says something to the effect like he couldn't pull himself to. Dismember oh, her. Oh, to dismember her. Right. So right. he buries okay. her in the basement. Right. Which in, is in the, the basement uh, right under this cabin where I'm sitting right now, basically. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Ash basically encounters her and gets attacked by her. Uh, he escapes the basement and they all begin fighting Henrietta. And another great gag is Henrietta's neck grows extremely long at one point. Her face distorts and they, they trap her head in the basement door. And Ash jumps on top of it and her eyeball pops out. Yeah. And right. <laughs> Right into the mouth of the girl. Right into the mouth of the girl. And God, that's just so fantastic. Now, there's, there's just <laughs> so one many thing, things like that, too. There's just one thing I have to sort of mention here as well. We talked about before how there's not a lot of dialogue in the movie. No. Okay. But, and I might be wrong here, but through watching this, I don't recall a single scene through the whole movie where Ash introduces himself to the people that came he in. He never does. So they don't ever know his name through the whole entire movie, like right up into that scene that we're going to probably talk about later at the end of the movie. Right. But I feel like that's more they realistic. They never know who like, he is, and, and, and like, he never knows yeah. who they are. Yeah, but, I feel like you always have that scene in like horror movies where everyone's like, oh, I'm so-and-so, and this is- Right. But I mean- I, yeah, I just really, came up here with my girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. I had to exactly. kill her. There's no exposition But if you're really all, in that situation, like, I feel like you'd just be freaking out. Yeah. And, By the way, my name's Ashley J. Williams. Yeah. It does make sense with that. But for a movie that you're watching, you're like- 
Yeah. You know, I, you just have to go like, with it. I yeah. think it's just one of those movies. That's, that's, that's <laughs> the thing. You just go with it. You just go with it. Uh, and uh, so Henrietta's now trapped back into the basement. Um, and this is really where the rest of the people start turning. And the 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 big, you know, Billy Bob guy, yeah. uh, he starts turning on everybody. He throws he throws the um, he throws the 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 pages of the necrolomicon which is what they need to use to to read the incantation to open the vortex and trap the, well, no, no, the evil does, back inside no, the, the girlfriend has to disappear before he does that though doesn't she the girlfriend disappears before he 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 goes oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 the girlfriend yeah, goes she, off in the woods somehow she runs out of the house oh, oh yeah and and we get we get our almost uh tree rape scene yeah. which yeah. you don't <sighs> see in this film but in the original evil mm-hmm. dead a woman right. does get raped by a okay, tree okay because yeah when i was watching it again i was like wait doesn't that happen but yeah you're right from the first one in the first one yeah. uh it was ash's sister who right, who right. got who got raped by the tree so but you here, see so a tree limb go up her uh, it's implied, well, heavily yeah. implied, uh, okay. heavily implied. Like, oh, yes. boy, yeah. yeah, heavily implied, uh, yeah, and no, it's applied I mean, here again. But she but then, gets and then, eaten then by he, the trees. Then, but there was there was a scene as well. I think it was before this. I think it was with the. Um, I think her name's Bobby Joe. The assistant, <laughs> the assistant before he goes crazy. He turns. But there's one scene. I think it's him. He turns into that the, giant maniacal creature with well, like six they, rows of teeth. But there's one part where like I think it was like Henrietta like smashes him up into the light mm-hmm. up ahead. No, she throws him and, into and the you, wall. You you actually hear his neck break. Yet he drops down the ground mm-hmm. and then he starts moving the ground. Yeah. I mean, before he was possessed, I want to say. Or maybe he was possessed at that point. But I like that was another point where I was like, like the rules of possession yeah, in this. I love how are, Rob's more on my side. Well, well Rob, I feel like <laughs> you're looking for, you know. You're looking for actually, the I'm rules of possession hold yes. no you meaning get, here. You yeah. have the because wrong movie. <laughs> only Ash can be possessed but and turned for, back as a human, first okay? first time viewer, I understand where he's coming from. But because it, yeah. it's so I've got a lot of questions. Brash. Yeah. You just kind of have to just yeah. I wish I could tell you there's answers, but there's even no, after no you answers. see the third movie and you watch the TV series, it's all just gags. It, it really, <laughs> like Dave said, it really is like a roller coaster ride. You, you yeah, have to you go just, along. You just got to go with it. And yeah. uh, so, uh, of course, Ash then has to go into the basement to retrieve the lost pages of the Necrolomicon so that they can read the incantation. Thus, going in lets Henrietta out again. And this is where you get to see Henrietta in all of her glory, who is played famously by the little brother of Sam Raimi, Ted Raimi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's in this fat suit and when he's like spinning around like he's hovering in the air like if you if you watch very closely you'll see his bright white t-shirt underneath because they broke the zipper (laughs) and they weren't able to to zipper it up um Ash eventually has uh, cuts her head off, I believe, mm-hmm. and then is well, he cuts off all her limbs first. Yes, and right. that's when he goes to the shed. And then she like extends out the head, and then he sh- yeah. he cuts that off. And, and that's like, he's like kicking around the floor on it. And then that's when he goes to the shed, and uh, no, it, before he goes down the basement, he goes out to the shed. Yeah, and he, he puts the chainsaw on his hand with the with the the daughter, right? And, they, and he's like helping him, like like that's an everyday occurrence. Is like you're fashioning some sort of chainsaw. <laughs> Absolutely, to suit it up. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, he, uh, <laughs> oh, you know, I've also got this extra special way of learning how to pull the chain so that I can start the. Hey, that's thing. practical, all right? Oh, no, that was practical. <laughs> Rob, I was, that was, Magi- hell, that was like a super yeah. MacGyver shit right there. <laughs> but hey, I'm like, Ashley J. Williams was made for one thing. 
yeah. you're like, okay. That's I mean, one thing I said to Jay when you know when when Ash finally gets that iconic uh, chainsaw in his hand and there's that shot of him you know before he says groovy. It's groovy. Like, I just turned to him and I was like, come on, that's cool. Like after after he, after he chops <laughs> like you, off the barrel, no matter of the shotgun, what you think about this movie, like, like, he doesn't give her the shotgun. It's a cool too, shot, by the way. Yeah. He has he has the chainsaw. He makes sure saws he off the shotgun. The, yeah. he, he keeps the shotgun as well. He doesn't give anything to her. And the sound effects are great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, it is also still the eighties. Like, the guy has to be the hero, yeah, not the girl. Fashion <laughs> this arm sling thing for his like chainsaw. Yeah. Yet somehow he also had time to fashion some sling on the back for a for a yeah. shotgun. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. You he's know? very prepared. That Ash. You know. I know. Look, I, like like, like I said, these shit. things before. So <laughs> the more you learn about Ash, the more you realize he was made for this yes, one that's, thing. That's he, the thing. Like it, it feels like by the end of the movie, it's like his destiny. Yeah. You know? and I think no. No. One hundred percent is. They allude to the fact that he is that chosen one. That is. Yeah, I got so, that from that. But picture, you can see yeah. him going in that direction the whole. I movie. mean that, and that picture kind of, again, just going to the end of the movie. So that this picture is like from that end, of, right, almost that exactly. end scene of the movie. One, yeah. one of the funny things like about it is this moron, like Ash, Ashley J. Williams is a moron. This bumbling buffoon is the only one who is capable mm-hmm. of no. of this. <laughs> He's the only yeah. one who's made to fight these. Who's made to do much. this? Yeah. And that's that's like th- that becomes like the crux of the entire series from here on out is that he's an idiot. Yeah. Like he is a moron, mm-hmm. but he does this one thing really well. <laughs> and he also fails at it all the time and then right. <laughs> does a great job covering up for his own failures yeah, after that's why that. he's like, an interesting like hero. I he's guess. a wonderful yeah. protagonist. Yeah. Right. Uh so yeah, he groovies and then mm-hmm. he uh, <laughs> he goes in, cuts Henrietta up and uh that's when they start reading from the book and the vortex opens up, sucks the evil in and also Well, no, no, the big thing, the big tree ashen. starts coming in first. Right. right. And that that, that, that is yeah. the evil. That's yeah. the that's yeah. that's and like, That's almost like a King Kong moment like that's like coming like, in. I'm yeah, like the hand coming through. There's that it seemed awkward in that scene too because like if you watch it he kind of like moves him spins himself around so he goes into the arm into the hand like the way he was standing there was no way the hand could get him yet you see him like at one point see him sort of move Rob, around again, you, and you, go into the this hand this is the wrong movie to, um, to nitpick yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, it's I'm not gonna work yeah <laughs> not gonna you can, work. You, you can nitpick all you want, but the fact is, me and me. Anyway, the hand me and Mark him. have taken this ride twenty five odd sometimes, and we're back in line again. The hand like, grabs him. <laughs> See, we, it's to he me, it's like the eye. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it's like these are the charming things about the movies. Like you know, you can overlook the little things or the little yeah, mistakes. Yeah. You either have fun with it or you overall, don't. It's, I mean, yeah, it's just a fun. Rob, experience. what's what's the one thing that you can eat or you can drink or what's that one thing that like is so comforting? It reminds you of home. What's that one thing that you love that much? Oh, my rum. Okay, yeah. that's that your rum. That's Evil Dead too. Yeah. to me. <laughs> it's like, okay. put, it's like right. putting on a skin for yeah. me. I, put <laughs> I get you now. Yeah. <laughs> no, say no more. You know, I don't question it. Well, I always use the example from uh, actually uh, Martin Scorsese. When he made Goodfellas, he, uh, there's, there's so many mistakes in that movie. If you actually watch it yeah, yeah, and you know, try to scrutinize. Yeah, there's a ton of continuity there's a ton, mistakes. A ton of continuity errors. And you know, he's actually commented on it and pretty much said, well, you know, it was about the the energy it was about like you know when he when he made a cut in that movie it was more just to tell the story and to to have a moment so right. if you look at it from that aspect it's like but it's almost like they knew they had these these errors or these things they couldn't work around because of their budget or whatnot but well no Sam Raimi used to yell the, at the woman who was in charge of continuity well, for the film yeah, yeah <laughs> that's true. she must have had a hell yeah. of a job by the way but yeah what what I'm trying to say is that don't ruin my gag 
well, it's sometimes true. In, in the end, it's like Scorsese, the, you know, the ends he, justify the Yeah, the I mean, means, he's a perfectionist. Yeah. Right, I mean, he's, yeah. he, he I mean, he's more exactly prestigious, but, you know, it's, it's kind of the same idea. I mean, idea. even, yeah. you know, even Steven Spielberg, like, has tons of continuity oh, yeah, errors throughout his can, films. Yeah. But, you know, he always, it's it doesn't matter. Because yeah. you don't care when you're watching. It's a popcorn flick. Yeah. Like, as long as you were having fun with it. like right. you, As long as it's a popcorn flick. Right. you know, if you're if you're watching, like, a drama, you know, The Schindler's List, you can't have continuity. A great film, but, I mean, you can overlook those little things. Is what I'm trying to say. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, oh, absolutely. Movie, I, yeah. I think probably to tell the truth, watching this for the first time, knowing that I was going to be watching it to come on here yeah. to talk about it, I probably was paying more attention to that yeah. sort of stuff. Just than if I was just sitting down watching it for the first time, right. not thinking I was going to go on a podcast talking mm, about it. Right. Yeah. It, it's a different type of watch. Yeah. You know, because I was I was deliberately saying to, in my head like. Okay, remember this part so that we can talk about it. Right. Or, you know, remember what happened here because, you know, that's yeah. an interesting thing to happen, you know. Yeah. It I was think- different than just watching it and going, mm-hmm. oh, that, that's cool. Well, know? I think a lot of those mistakes come from just the way it was made and it was kind of thrown together in a haphazard way and every, well, thrown together, but put, you know, a lot of work yeah. was put into it. But, um, just, you know, what I, I'll say it again, just a kitchen sink kind of movie where they threw in everything, uh, Things that I just randomly thought of, like Dave mentioned about, uh, oh, it'd be cool if this lamp came to life and started talking. You know, they just kind of threw it all in there. So tons, tons in, of stuff that, that they spirit, yeah. that they filmed. Um, it didn't never even made it to, made it to right. the screen. Yeah, uh, it probably would have been a three hour long movie exactly. if they fit they in, in there, every yeah. single one of Sam Raimi's gags. It was all, yeah, tons of stuff. They uh, we'll, we'll get into yeah. the character of Ashley J. Williams more uh, in the next part and uh, a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. But the final scene, uh, Ash gets sucked through the vortex, lands in circa middle ages. No one cares. Mm. <laughs> the <laughs> dark ages. I think it even says the Dark Ages. Yeah. I think it's the 12th century because she's explaining that picture yeah, earlier right, on, yeah. and she's like explaining how it's like the mm-hmm. 1300s or something like yep. that. So, and yeah. and only uh, three things come through the portal: the tree, the car, and ash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is exactly where Army of Darkness picks up right. in that exact moment uh, after they do a, another recap with Which you. Wasn't- wasn't done too much back then. I mean, Back to the Future, I guess, but that was a little bit later. Yeah, or no, that was before that actually. But um, I don't think they even had a third one written, or even right. It wasn't like they. It wasn't like Back to the Future two and three where they filmed this and mm-hmm. in Evil Dead two back to back. I think it wasn't until the early nineties that Army of Darkness right. came out. Um, so they didn't intend on making Army of Darkness. Or they, I don't. I. I, I, the I thing. Mean, with I was, that ending, they had to kind of. Mm. Maybe unless think just, that it could happen. I mean, I, you wouldn't end a, it like that unless maybe. they never thought Evil Dead Two was going to happen. Yeah. Like when Evil yeah. Dead came out, the way they the way they marketed this movie was they went literally cross country with their prints, going to the owners of theater chains and going, "Will you show this? Will you give us at least one time slot? Will you show?" It, it was a very word of mouth movie, yeah. which is why like people say like people are unsure what year the film came out because it, it its official release was one year, mm. but its its theatrical release was another year, yeah. and it wound up being shown literally around the world with just only so many copies available so people were mailing them to each other to different theater chains i think it took almost like two or three years for it even made it to europe to get mm. banned in certain countries <laughs> probably build up that cult status too it really does getting word of mouth and whatnot and and, yeah. and 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 it was it was probably by the end of evil dead one making its cycle around yeah. the world that there was enough buzz for them to be like you know sam you can you, you can do another you one going, yeah. yeah you can do right. another one he's like oh 
I'm, I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to redo it all. I'm going to take the things that people love the best about the first one and make it this entire movie. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's probably why a lot of people cherished this so much mm-hmm. because it started off like that and they put yeah. so much effort into oh, it. Yeah. It was such a coldy kind of film. Right. Yeah. And and then, um, and then by the time like you want to talk about throwing the kitchen sink at this film, if you think this film has no plot, Wait until you get to Army of Darkness. There is the loosest of plots. <laughs> there is an Ash and there's an evil Ash, and they must clash at some point. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the crux of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that is that movie. <laughs> so it, it is pretty amazing just how much they've gotten out of just that character of Ash because there's comic books. Me and Dave were talking about how there's a video wow. game. Several video Probably, games. Well, yeah, multiple video games. Yeah. Uh, just They're, based off this one character, it's kind of amazing. He's iconic. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. He is, and if it was anybody but Bruce Campbell, yeah. it would not be I agree. this iconic. It, that's I agree. very true. 100% would not yeah. be this and iconic. It's not like it's, you know, they're going off the plot or story. It's, it's really just him. It's just it's his, him. His charisma really, yeah. you know, it's crazy because, like, yeah. you talk about, like, like roles of a lifetime for, for some people, you know, for, for for Mark Hamill, it's Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. For for Harrison Ford, it's Indiana Jones. For you know, for Bruce Campbell, yeah, <laughs> it's actually yeah, yeah. Jay Williams. Sure, this is it. Like this is the role he was born to he play, and he's always ready to step back into the role, even after it took it took so many years off from from the yeah. early nineties when Army of Darkness came out until the the Series, l- late. Yeah. Teen, to, you know, two thousand teens when he does Ash versus the Evil Dead, Which and just shows how much he loves that character. Oh I'm my sure, god, yeah. yeah, and and shows how much money he makes every time that character <laughs> yeah. shows up on film. Because again, executive producer mortgaged his parents' right. house, mm-hmm. got the first film. <laughs> yeah, so. but you can tell he just has a ball playing that guy, that character. Yeah. I mean, oh my god, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think that that is what like really translates through yeah. when you That's watch this film. Through, yeah. When you watch this film, you know, I, I'm not sitting there and saying like these special effects are a marvel it's what's marvelous is what they got done with so little yeah. like and and the amount of passion that went went into it and the amount of of camera work that oh, yeah. went into it and what, what like that's the main thing i want to talk about in part three is the yeah. camera work so let's get over there and talk about that don't you want to fuck me now you will die like all the others one by one we will take you all of you Ladies first. All right, so we're going to do a little bit of the behind-the-scenes discussion here, and uh, we kind of alluded to it in the at the end of the last section where we talked about a lot of the, the camera work. And when I talk about camera work, what I mean is Sam Raimi, I don't even want to say he had visions. He had whims. <laughs> Is really what it comes down to. Uh, so a lot of the scenes where like the the mysterious you know force is chasing Ash through the woods, that was filmed with a camera strapped onto a dirt bike that was then driven through the set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm surprised they were able to pull that off right. as well as they did. Yeah, I and, wonder how many takes that took. And some of the other ones that they did, like when it's going through the house, it was basically a camera on a pole. So when it smashes mm. through glass or smashes through doors, there was actually a, a pole that extended out further than the camera mm. itself that would strike first and break those things. Yeah. And 
by today's standards, you don't do that. Yeah. Because yeah. cameras I, are expensive. I was just thinking the insurance on this on the set of this movie must have been insane. That was some of my favorite insurance. Trivia. Oh god. <laughs> There had to be something. No insurance. <laughs> no insurance. Uh, famously, like the original one, which I was talking about uh, a little bit off air, um, they used live rounds in the shotgun in the original one. This one, you can clearly tell that these are flashes and uh, and and are not actual actual shotgun shells. But they didn't have the ability to make squibs or to create explosions and stuff. So how they got the realistic gunshots in the original one was they fired live rounds. Hmm. On a movie that's set, one solution. Yeah. That's that's yeah, that's that's how you do it. Uh, it's it's not. That's so, old school stuff. So that is there was no insurance on that yeah. original. On the original that one Evil definitely Dead had no insurance. <laughs> that one definitely had no insurance. Yeah. Um, so I mean, but that's that's like some of the crazy stuff they did, yeah. and um, they were able to recognize that some of the camera stunts were going to be a little bit riskier to do than other ones. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure the the SAG has not you know no knowledge of this. No knowledge of this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, or, or probably Bruce Campbell was not a SAG member yet. <laughs> probably not. Yeah. Um, but, but it did remind me a little bit of like one of the other movies that I chose in the category, Blair Witch. I mean, just the the shakiness of certain yeah. shots. Like it wasn't. I mean, but that was shaky. handheld cameras. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't as shaky as that. But like those shots where he's that they are coming through. Yeah. Where he's coming through the forest. Sort of thing. It did remind me a lot of that. Those shots are kind of genius because it's a solution to a problem. It's, you know, a budgetary. They don't have to show what's coming after them, but at the same time, it's just such an effective technique. And at the time, I'm sure it was experimental. They didn't really exactly know how it was going to pull off. It's one of the reasons that Evil Dead became so popular was because no one had quite seen something filmed like this there yeah. was a there was yeah. there was filmmakers watching it going like well how did yeah. they do that i mean there had been steady cans before like right. rocky used steady cans no. but this was different but I mean, how did they get that this shot? Was creative wild, yeah. creative freedom maybe a little bit of money well, and like, just an idea and he of, had to just go on yeah. a win See, and just mix, mix of ingenuity exactly. and, yeah yeah he he didn't he didn't put like it's weird sam raimi it's almost like and when you hear him talk about it in the commentary he had whims like one of the scenes we were talking about one of the behind the scenes things is at one point you you, you wonder did ash's chainsaw hand switch sides and it and it actually did because he didn't like ash moving from left to right on the screen he decided after in the on the editing room floor he prefers it for ash to be walking from right to left so he flipped. Weird. So he flipped the negative. Just flip it, yeah. And you, yeah. it's 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 a a blink and you miss it type thing. But for him, that was a whim. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he did what George Lucas did to Star Wars years later. He did it then. <laughs> like, yeah. he, he changed it right. even with the blood, like the amount of blood. I don't think they really knew until Black, that day. Red, well, green. originally, like how much? No, I don't know. I'm just saying, like how much? Well, there's, there's you know, it just get poured blood, right? into everybody's faces, yeah. so, like well, the girl so, and, and Bruce. So there's a reason for a lot of things. Like first off, Rosebud, the the production company oh, that was yeah. behind this, completely made up, mm-hmm. not even a real production company uh the the producer who was who was behind it the uh the production company that they were working for at the time couldn't allow a film to be created that was unrated is this an illegal film (laughs) (laughs) they basically created a shadow corporation to (laughs) produce this film yeah yeah but uh it does definitely feels like it is (laughs) because uh we'll get into we'll get into another story here real quick but uh so so they created rosebud productions it's this is this to this day is the only film to ever be released from rosebud Mm -hmm. productions that's it this is it only film that's ever released by it and it was created because the production company couldn't make an unrated film and another reason we're talking about the blood and stuff like that red blood green blood black blood 
whatever, every shade of blood in the rainbow had to exist because if it was all red, this was an X rating. Hands down, mm-hmm. an X rating. If it was Such arbitrary red. things like that. loopholes, it is. man, blows my mind. It yeah, 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 loopholes. Well, I mean, we've seen things like this before. Quentin Tarantino, yeah. it with uh, Kill Bill, uh, famously switched it to black and white right. and used water for blood mm-hmm. and chocolate syrup because mm-hmm. um, if it was red blood, it yeah. that would have been an NC seventeen rating for the film. <laughs> you can have this amount of blood, but not this amount of blood. Come right, on, I, I love that. Yeah. yeah, but but the but the green blood and the black blood adds a fantasy level to yeah. it and a level it, it of disconnect. Makes sense in a, in a yeah. way yeah uh and then so we're talking about camera shots and stuff like that and i think like one of the final things like i, I really want to talk about is i talked about they save they save shots for the end the last shot of the film that they filmed was actually the camera hitting ash in the chest where it throws him through the woods and the way they did that was again the the camera on the dolly rig that was uh, attached to a motorcycle driven by sam raimi and he actually hit bruce campbell and <laughs> broke his jaw <laughs> And that's, that's all right. <laughs> and and like I we we can't do these stories justice. But if you do Listen to the commentary, if you own the DVD or you just rent it or or you rent the Blu-ray, watch the commentary because it is absolutely it's definitely hysterical. one of those movies that is commentary worthy or or must listen. It is, um, especially it is. if you're a fan. I mean, right. you have to listen to the commentary. Some behind the scenes footage as well. On the I don't there, know if it's on the Blu-ray. There is. It yeah, is on the Blu-ray. There is. Uh, there, there's a scene where where Ash, uh, Demon Ash, eats the squirrel. Right, the squirrel. <laughs> That's that is that that is on the deleted scenes and stuff like that. But you definitely have to watch it because the stories they tell for Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, and Army of Darkness uh, that happened on set are just yeah. absolutely hysterical. I feel like we can't even do it justice on no, the podcast. I honest. mean, like, like, I, and I, I know I've said this before, but like the, the way they did the shots of Ash, like going through the forest and stuff like that after he gets hit uh, and his jaw was broken was they strapped him to a dolly, literally just drove him <laughs> through the woods and they were slapping him with branches. There was... <laughs> production assistants and Sam Raimi himself standing there with branches waiting to smash him across the back with them. He would never be able to get away with that now on a movie. And and he he had a stunt double on set. Yeah. (laughs) But two shots. But still Bruce Campbell did all (laughs) <laughs> all the stunts that Sam Raimi wanted them to do, which was Maybe he all did of make them. this movie just to torture. Uh, I think he did. Torture, yeah. You know, I mean, there's there's stories about Army of Darkness where, like, when it's Evil Ash's head in the dirt, they had to they actually buried uh, Bruce Campbell up to his neck <laughs> in I'm dirt. Sure they didn't have to do, but all right. And then when 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 he's burying Evil Ash's head and he's throwing dirt on him, the person throwing dirt in Bruce Campbell's face is Sam Raimi. <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah. he's 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 a guy who does who does these fantastic shots on a whim, and then he comes up with these gags mainly to torture his friend. <laughs> it was all just a ruse. <laughs> <laughs> there's just so many little things like uh, I mean, how Bruce Campbell was not completely concussed for <laughs> for the entire shot, the entire run of this film is oh, yeah, absolutely like amazing. Quite a few shots there, I'm like, and even you actually might have see been. him like. Slam into things. Oh, and yeah. Like, yeah. You're like, that's Some of the shots like normal. When the Linda hands come through and they pull him yep. into oh, it, yeah, into the boards, part. he's smashing his yeah, head against definitely. that board. Um, uh, when the we, daughter comes in, the, the professor's daughter comes in mm-hmm. and she's shaking him. Yeah. When she's shaking him, you hear, you audibly hear in the audio, his head 
banging oh, yeah, on yeah. the floor because she was shaking him so yeah. hard and so really violently. <laughs> and I liked just, her. Like, I liked her in this um, movie. Yeah. Like simple tricks they use, like the one, uh, the one scene where the blood's gushing out at him. Um, it looks like it's just coming from the the wall, but it's actually they the way they shot it was upside down. To they kind of just you know drop the blood on him from uh from up above. Which right. is, but they they you know would flip it around and post. Right. They inverted like, the set and they actually had him yeah. kind of like laying on a he board, was just laying there getting gushed with. But the he blood had to look like he was standing up. Right. So they had to have him moving yeah. side to side and stuff <sighs> like he was standing up. It's just a simple <laughs> thing, but like you know the little tricks like that. And make up the whole movie i think um and the mirror scene where where he sees a reflection of himself very again a, oh, yeah, a very warner brothers gag where it reaches through and and the evil ash grabs him um they actually just built the the set again yeah. on the other side of the wall cut a hole in the wall <laughs> and then had bruce campbell on one side and had a college student who looked somewhat like him from behind they didn't even use the body double there the stunt double i mean yeah, no no they used they, they, no they, they got a college kid <laughs> Man, he had an easy job. On the stunt, doubles the stunt doubles are surprisingly don't look that much yeah. like the yeah. actors a lot of times. You know, it's just because it's probably they're, shorter. They're professional. Yeah, you know, I mean, they they're, just, they're, they're, they're the same it's very they're like like very niche fire. kind yeah. of thing. But like a college kid, you know, he's just gonna get a hundred bucks for that day yeah. and just show up and he's got a great mullet in the back. You of his think head he got a hundred bucks? I don't know. You think he got a hundred bucks? I don't. know. At, at that day and age, he probably got a six pack of beer. He knows who he is. He's like, that's me. But I mean, that's that's the level like that they were doing here. If like he had a whim and can we make it happen? Special yeah. effects guys around? Uh, Let's do it. Okay, yeah, I think we can make that happen. All right, shut down the set. We gotta start cutting holes in the wall yeah. and stuff. Meanwhile, that woman who was on set to keep continuity was just oh, like, man. "What are you?" Doing? Sam Raimi was constantly moving furniture around for his shots, and she's like, "What are you doing? You're messing with the continuity." Did you take pictures of how the set looked before you started moving yeah, it? That was no. a thankless job, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, she that, didn't even get credited. It she was didn't thankless. Get credited? No, that's the joke they oh, had in the commentary joke. was that she wasn't even credited. <laughs> she forgot her own credit. name. She forgot her own name. <laughs> she forgot to like, check that. <laughs> why Why near the end as well did he feel the need to have to cut into the floor when there's already a trap door there? Yeah. Like, right? Just look cool. Yeah. Because he had his chance. Like most things yeah. in the movie, yeah. Uh, right. yeah. yeah, it'll look it'll look cool. I mean, again, from this, th- this was – some people would, would look at this production and say, my God, what a nightmare. Because yeah. by the time they got to make this film, the, the cabin that they originally used was gone. They had to they had to rent land uh, off of somebody. And what they say, the color purple was also filmed yeah, here. <laughs> and uh, they, they had to basically rebuild the, the entire set. Most of the props that they used in the original ones, except for the Kandara, dagger and the the necrolomicon were gone that no one saved these props everything was just basically but destroyed in a, way, in a way maybe that was a good thing that they had to rebuild it because they could kind of plan ahead for the different uh scenes that they had in this movie oh absolutely yeah so maybe yeah, they could and instead them. of being yeah. shot in an actual cabin now right. now it's shot in a two-story type yeah, that, of like like plywood structure where they can set cameras yeah. up in the ceiling and stuff like that i'm sure that allowed them to do a lot more with the yeah. oh yeah camera and whatnot. uh so i mean it, but for for some for some people they would look at that and be like god what a nightmare and sam raimi looked at it and was just like you see problems i see like a hundred different solutions like a fun house (laughs) uh but yeah i mean it was it was for for all intents and purposes kind of a nightmare to film it was 125 degrees they were filming in north carolina in the dead of summer Mm. and even the night scenes were just hot muggy humid the mosquitoes were apparently terrible and rampant on set mm. there was just so many problems and the biggest problem that they faced was funding for it because we talked a little bit about how evil dead um kind of like it 
the way the original one worked was it came out. They had to basically market it, drive around the country, try to sell it to different to different movie theater chains. And then there was only so many prints made. So it took a long time to, to make its trip around the world and stuff like that. And by the time it was done, there was almost really no funding for this movie. Um, Sam Raimi uh, originally went out to find funding, and no one was really interested in in making a sequel to Evil Dead. Um, but he had someone very powerful in his corner. Stephen King had saw the original one. He actually has a postscript on the original Evil Dead's poster, where like he gave like Evil Dead a seal of approval. Oh. And for horror fans, that's a big deal because Stephen Especially King back then. is you know no pun intended the king of horror. <laughs> so if he gives your horror movie a seal of approval, it's a big deal. So he started calling up some of these some of these people to and and with his clout getting funding for Sam Raimi. So pretty much like uh. The way Sam Raimi looks at it is Evil Dead 2 is Stephen King's film. Like it's it's a fan film that he made for Stephen King because Stephen King got him the funding and made it. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And that, that that is really, really, really fucking cool. Yeah, and that is cool. So I mean, there's uh, there's so many more stories about about the making of Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and Evil Dead 3, but really the only way to get them without me and Mark just regurgitating them to you. <laughs> Is to watch them and watch the commentary, and I yeah. guarantee you, after you watch the commentary, you'll find a brand new appreciation yeah. for these films. It's and then watch the movie again, and then watch the movie again, <laughs> and again, and again, and again. <laughs> Put it on like uh, Ed Gein wears skin. <laughs> All right, uh, so we do have to get into what our next category is going to be, and the next category is. Animated films that are not for... Oh, wait. I, I wanted to mention before. And then after you're done with the movies, there is also a slew of comic books with starring Ash and and the and the creatures of the Evil Dead, and there's also video games. So mm-hmm. there is there is three uh, three or four different video games out there for the Evil Dead. Uh, two of them on the PS2 and Xbox era, and one I believe that was on PC prior to that. And Bruce they, Campbell does the voice for all all of those, right? Bruce Campbell's the only person who's ever portrayed yeah. Ashley Williams, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, so yes, he does the voice for all of them, yeah. and I I think they're they're not fantastic games, but for fans of the yeah. franchise, they serve just fine. Yeah, exactly. they're, 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 they're a lot of fun in that respect. And then, of course, uh, there was rumors way back when Freddy vs. Jason came out uh, that there was going to be a sequel I remember this. to Freddy vs. Jason. It was going to be Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash. Mm. Because what is <laughs> Jason Voorhees if not a deadite, right? Mm. What is... What, what is uh, Freddy Krueger, if not a deadite. So they were going to bring the Necrolomicon into the picture. There was actually uh, supposedly a storyboard where the ending of Freddy versus Jason ended with Freddy Krueger getting his hands on the Necrolomicon, <laughs> which would have brought Ash into the fold. And the next film would have been Plucky Teenagers and Ash. Comic-Con yeah. would lose their minds. Versus. <laughs> yeah, that'd be too much. <laughs> so it didn't happen, obviously. We never yeah. got that film. But we did. Boom Studios did make a comic book out of it. So you right. can yeah. read Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. And I believe it's Freddy versus Jason versus the Army of Darkness as well. I, right. think, I believe there's, there's two of them. I might be wrong there. But those comic books exist as well as a slew of other Evil Dead comic books. So for all your Evil Dead and uh, Bruce Campbell needs for all for all of it, all of it. And I believe even for like the trade 
paperback, Bruce Campbell writes the forward for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he does. Uh, and then, of course, there is the television series, which uh, I think Rob said he will check out. I'm definitely going to check him out. Yep. Ash versus the Evil I've been Dead. I'm going to check it out. Dave, you, you recommended it a while I rec- ago. I recommend it because it is shut your brain off, stupid, bloody, mm. gory fun. It is Evil Dead 2 just completely cranked up Mm -hmm. like uh ash is dumber than he's ever been uh the gags are stupider than they've ever Mm -hmm. been and the blood and the effects are turned up to a level that they've never been before how are the effects are they good good the only time it feels jarring to me is when they use computer effects Uh, and it it bothers me because it doesn't feel evil dead to me it doesn't doesn't feel right right. but they did everything they could Mm -hmm. to uh to use practical when they could so it works does it it have a satisfying ending because i know it ended kind of prematurely it did end prematurely however if you're okay with the ending to evil dead 2 you'll be just fine with the ending (laughs) to the series good to hear (laughs) so i encourage anyone who 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 hasn't checked that out to check it out especially if you're an evil dead fan all right but we do have a category to get to we are going to do our next movie cocktail in about a month's worth of time so our next category is going to be animated films that are not for children not safe for children animated films all films that are basically adults but they're animated and Hmm. uh yeah you know flips the genre on its head a little bit and i believe first to go this round is jay all right jay what is your pick i'm gonna start it off with 1990 1988's classic akira yeah, the only reason you know about this film is because of movie homework. Movie homework. It is the most <laughs> successful movie homework that I've had with you. You, uh, you actually it's one of them. Yeah, yeah, it's one of them. Never seen it. It's well, it. It is. It is a hundred percent worth the watch. It is. Uh, it's honestly a masterpiece. And it's one of those things you, you like. Uh, Blade Runner. Yeah. Okay. Think of it. This is the animated version of Blade Runner. Okay. And you know, it's incredibly. It's kind of like everything is inspired off this movie. There's style inspired from this movie. There's culture references. And that's what makes it like the adult sort of right. so, idea. Well, it's it's kind of like an R-rated film. Um, it's a lot of gang violence, a lot of. Oh, know, so modern certain. anime oh, like owes its it's like this is the grandfather to modern yeah. anime. This and Studio Ghibli. Like mm-hmm. that's that's where this is where like the yeah. stylistic. Like, like Ghost in the Shell and all that type of stuff no. owes owes its its ancestral bones to this. Mm. Um, this is the f- the first movie, like I guess, anime movie that made people take notice of it. You know, of, of yeah, of anime is not just a, a weird foreign cartoon yeah, form, like, and, exactly. and it's actually like there's something here that you know, yeah, that's there's there's art here. Right. There's art here, yeah. and um, it's extremely topical, Jay, because we just found out that Taika Waititi is now the 10th or 12th director that's been <laughs> attached to direct a live yes. action form of this film and sure apparently about that, apparently is set to come out it, crazy enough in like 2020 because famously Akira takes, in six years. Uh, uh, Akira <laughs> takes place in 2020 oh, right. and or, or no the the Tokyo Olympics took place in 2020 mm-hmm. and that is where the film mm-hmm. ends uh, right. in the in the Olympic stadium yeah that they built in 2020 so it's topical okay. I don't too know. i don't know i mean i trust taika watiti i like you know i love him i think he is very refreshing i think he might have an interesting spin on it i don't know yeah i mean maybe maybe i mean if all the people that's gonna touch this property i think he could be a good one okay so i'm being optimistic about it but we'll see piss off ghost <laughs> <laughs> Thor, that kid's all back on. He's being mean to me again. <laughs> hey, I, I just read something about that. That there's like a um, petition now 
to make that noob, whatever he was, that that guy in the in Endgame, his character, yeah. yeah. Um, they're actually saying that that character is actually they want him. That's how they're going to introduce Deadpool into the MCU. That 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 is really? Deadpool. That, I just I, I just like there's like a the guy who makes fun of Korg. Yeah, that'd be that would, it's like Deadpool. I you know what? I don't want that to be a thing. I just want that to be one of the Marvel shorts, one of the MCU shorts. Yeah, like like that the one hilarious. shots. Oh, like the yeah, okay. one shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely fun. a short. Uh, or I mean, he could always be tied in with uh, Guardians. All right, let's not go too far. Okay. <laughs> Mark still has a film that he <laughs> has Tangents, to nominate. I think I've forgotten right. it by now. Um, what did I pick? Oh, South Park movie. Now I remember. Yep. Which came out when they were in season three, I believe. So very early on, but very early. I was hoping we were going to go with Beavis and Butthead. Song in the middle of it, then. Um, oh, the, about the uh, the what would Brian Boitano do yeah. if he were oh, here yeah, right now? I'm sure he'd kick an ass or two. That's what Brian Boitano would do. Yeah, it's a musical. It's it actually holds up. I rewatched it recently, and I really like. I really enjoy that movie, so I like to talk about it. But but Brian Boitano doesn't take shit from anybody. <laughs> Great music too. <laughs> I could tell a funny story if we uh, about my dad, uh, maybe catching me listening to a certain song. From that movie. We'll, we'll talk about that if we get there. Well, you're an uncle fucker. I must say, well, you fucked your uncle yesterday, uncle fucker. That's you, you N C L E. Fuck you, uncle fucker. Suck on balls. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, that will definitely be a very special oh, musical episode if that gets picked because I literally know every line, That'll every word to every every song in that entire film. Yeah. I I love same that here. huge Matt Stone Trey Parker fan. Yeah, um, I, not, I still watch the show honestly. Not not just for um, not not just for South Park though. Uh, uh, Book of Mormon, and Book of Mormon, uh, Cannibal, Cannibal the musical, Cannibal the musical. musical which you're just talking about, yeah. <laughs> is that is that coming to uh, cult movie cult? I'm sure, I'm sure it will someday. Schmidoinkle, so, yeah. yes, <laughs> Yeah, such a good movie. If you haven't seen Cannibal the Musical, what are you doing with your life? Exactly. <laughs> it is Matt Stone and Trey Parker at oh. their at their apex, and definitely watch the comment or listen listen to the commentary with that one. Oh my god, it's the only way to watch it. One of like, the best commentaries. Watch ever. it once, but then like every time you watch it after that, only watch it with watch the commentary. It with the commentary yes. <laughs> Very drunken commentary. Yeah, it's very it's 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 very much like uh, Evil Dead in that way, or uh, yeah. or uh, a lot of the Kevin Smith films are really fun to watch mm-hmm. with commentary on yeah, too. Definitely. All right, uh, my pick, uh, and I this is this is really like like a wet fart so far because like Akira, <laughs> amazing, uh, you know, testament to to a, to an entire art form. Uh, South Park, which is is just this gratuitous, uh, yeah, but it's it's Matt Stone and Trey Parker at their finest. Like they really put their best foot forward when they made the film. They've also done it again when they made two video games that are South Park oh, related. Are they put too, yeah. yeah, those are fantastic. Yeah. Like when they when they really go into a new medium, they they put their best foot forward. Definitely, yeah. um, this is not this show's best foot forward. Mm-hmm. I'm picking the Simpsons, man. The mm-hmm. Simpsons movie, Which and it's kind of just eh. It is eh. It, it when you compare it to seasons one through eight. And I'm a huge Simpsons fan from like well you know up until a certain season, season eight, nine, ten, yeah, like in that in that area yeah. is where it gets a little but, uh, muddy. But you know, yeah. w- w- I remember seeing a Simpsons movie and I was like, I hadn't liked the Simpsons in years. Right. And then I saw the Simpsons movie and I was like, wow, this was like a pretty 
decent season one through eight episode. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. It's, it's a pretty. Decent, it felt like an episode. Right? It's not. It's not Lisa <laughs> on ice. One. It's not Lisa no. on ice, or it's you know, it's 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 not any of the other like major classic episodes mm. that you that you love. But it, it has a lot of fantastic mm. elements in it. And let's face it, this is the only way I'm ever going to get to make a Simpsons cocktail for the show. <laughs> yes, that's that probably is, that does need to happen. That sure, is yeah. why I'm putting this on here because I right. just want to make a Simpsons yellow ass yeah, cocktail. I, I I have to make a Simpsons cocktail okay. at some point in my life, and uh, I feel like that. This this is the right time to do it. You might get it. that opportunity, Dave. Yeah, we'll see. Absolutely. All right, Rob, what's your choice? All right, I'm going absolutely super gratuitous, and I'm going to go <laughs> Sausage Party. Ah, uh, see, I hated this movie. I'll uh, be honest with you. Like it, I, I was hoping I would never have like, to watch it, but we'll yeah, see. Yeah, there's there's so much that goes on in that movie that just like <laughs> I will say, I I always crack up at Nick Kroll playing the douche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like an actual douche. Well, so yeah, worth an entry for this category. Douche. I'll tell you that it definitely is. Yeah. Uh, for, I mean, so you, so just it has like, its fans, Rob. It does oh, have absolutely. its fans for sure. But the variety of movies that we're choosing here. I yeah. mean, you've got like you said, the, the Akira, which mm-hmm. is like smart, sort of artistic, classic artistic, kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Then and you've then, got you know, Marx is also sort of like a classic in its own right. Yeah, hundred percent. It broke ground at the time, and then yeah. you got The Simpson, which everybody loves The Simpson. So there's you know, even if you didn't like the, the movie, brand, still yeah, it was <laughs> the brand. <laughs> And yeah, I've never met anyone who like hated out. The Simpsons movie. I've never right. met people who are like, eh, it's all right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was all right. Homer yeah. was it Homer. Wasn't, it wasn't what they expected from a Simpsons. It's like had, the Entourage it movie. Pig. It's like, yeah, it's just like it another Spider Entourage Pig episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, Spider Pig was a huge yeah. meme for a while. It was, like, yeah. Like before memes were a thing. Before right? memes were a thing. Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a big um, deal. So those are our choices, man. You got uh, Akira, South Park, The Simpsons movie, and Sausage Party to choose from. We'll put that poll up about a week before the episode releases. And I believe that this now falls on to Jay to make this cocktail. I'll be making a cocktail, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And if and Simpsons wins. I, I, I'll be. I'll be. I'll be. I'm sure you'll be inspiring me. I'll, I'll be. Co- I'll be co-making that cocktail for sure. <laughs> yes, I know you have your ideas. No one touches the Simpsons but me. Hey, Don't honey. worry, Akira's gonna win. <laughs> yeah, I think Akira probably is the the surest shot here. Well, we shall see. With uh, with South Park in uh, in in close second behind. Because I haven't won one in a while. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so far, the the, the 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 two winners have Not been have talk. been Rob and myself. So. Yeah. Either, if either one of you two win, that's that's just fine by me. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. as long as make for a fun. We're gonna make though. an interesting season. Yeah. Oh, I would. And make- I honestly do think it might be actually between you and I, Mark. <laughs> it might be. It might be. I think it is. Someone's but gonna, we'll see. Someone's I mean, gonna have to come up with the, these polls. Mr. Hanky uh, cocktail. No, no, the V chip. You have to come oh, up with the V chip. Okay. <laughs> I want this V chip out of me. These polls are very it interesting. It has my vocabulary. Yeah. yeah, it never goes the way you. You think never know to. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so those are gonna be that. That poll will be up uh, it, with within probably about two or three weeks time after you hear this episode. Uh, Mark, why don't you tell everyone where they could find you and your future episode on Cannibal the Musical, whenever that is. <laughs> I'll let you know when that's coming, but uh, you can find me at Cult Movie Cult, uh, which you can find pretty much anywhere right now. So, uh, yeah, give us a listen. We just finished up a, a series on slacker movies, which was really fun. 
And we even got to talk about Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> Which was really fun. And uh, now we're starting a new series about Ralph Bakshi. And uh, speaking of animation and adult animation, he was uh, obviously like one of the front runners of that. So Wizards. Exactly. We finally, <laughs> I finally got to talk about Wizards, which was really fun. Um, so, yeah, check that out when you get a chance. Absolutely. I, I think some of the other uh, adult animations that we didn't really get to talk about, uh, you talked about bringing up Fritz the Cat. But yes, um, the since you just talked about that, you didn't right. really want to bring yeah. up Fritz the Cat. Yeah. Um, and then there was also Heavy Metal, which is oh, like the metal, yeah. uh, ultimate like adult cartoon. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are boobs. There yeah. is blood. Uh, one that I hear a lot of people talk about is a bunch of rabbits killing each other. Watership Down. Oh, yeah. yeah well, they just remade it again for uh, Netflix. Okay. Yeah. So, so there's I've also, heard it's very disturbing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's, there's, there's so, many oh, was dist- The first one was very disturbing. Yeah. 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 So there's, there, there is no shortage of adult cartoons mm-hmm. out there. Um, I'm surprised that like Jay didn't go for things like a scanner darkly and stuff like that some of those more like indie takes on adult animation i i i or some of the foreign films that movie but no i mean a scanner darkly i wish i saw in live action right i think it would have been a great movie in live action i could not get over the stylistic it it gave me a headache you originally wanted to pick another movie uh, another movie homework you wanted to pick uh you want to pick Team America World Police. Yeah. But uh-huh. As much as I love uh-huh. Trey Parker and Master, and I had to veto yeah. it. I was yeah. like, yeah, that I, is not look, I, and I appreciate you calling <laughs> me out on that. If he had gone with that one, I was, I was thinking Meet the Feebles. Uh, yeah. Meet the Feebles. If he was going to choose that one, that, that just blows away cartoon yeah. animation then, because... That's, Neither of them are. That's a callback to, to that's a callback to Mark's first series yeah. on uh, first, cult, yeah. Yeah. Cult, yeah. Yeah. early films of Peter Jackson. Yeah. So just to bring it back to Mark, so that we can <laughs> we we can close out his uh his little plug there. So check yeah. Mark out on uh, Cult Movie Cult on all your podcatchers, and uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Cult underscore Movie underscore Cult. Right believe that's it yeah yeah it sounds, yeah sounds right something like that yeah that tracks <laughs> <laughs> and then of course uh you can catch rob nowhere no uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to find a project for one rob day, one soon. day i'm gonna come yeah. up I've got something in the of, works I think. yeah i yeah. think i've got lots of ideas no, but right. we'll see what happens and then obviously you can check out super movie bros on twitter at super movie pod you can check uh you can check jay on our instagram super movie bros beer that are that's on there yep. or facebook Super Movie Bros podcast on there. Yes. You can also uh, give a shout out to our sponsor, Blowfish. Uh, or may, I don't know if Blowfish will cure the uh, incredible indigestion that I have right now, <laughs> but it seems to cure everything else that ails me. So head over to fourhangovers.com, use the promo code SMBFISH, and get your 15% off of the Hangover Miracle Cure. And then uh, Super Movie Bros is part of a network. We're part of the Podfix Network. So head over to podfixnetwork.com and you can check out all the shows that are part of the amazing Podfix Network there. And then you can also check out a lot of our movie cocktail recipes. Just go to the menu uh, drop down and select movie cocktails and you'll see a lot of our recipes put up there. I want to thank all of you guys for listening. Have a great night. Cheers. Cheers. Night.
Yeah. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick! It's a 12-gauge double-barreled Remington. S-Mart's top of the line. Shop smart. Shop S-Mart. You got that? <laughs> <laughs>